Some say that alongside this see-it-to-believe-it world is the shadowy realm of the supernatural. Sometimes the residents of that dimension touch us, and in one moment, our lives are changed forever. America's Lady of Supernatural Thrillers, Mary Ann Pohl, is your real ghost chatter host. On this podcast, you'll hear stories by real people who have seen real ghosts. Gordon tells us about an unwelcome encounter with his dead father-in-law, and Lori tells us about a dead logger who looked for his wife and daughter for years after his death until she helped him find peace. Then there's Victoria, who shares her story of a long-dead pig, Edna June, who still watches over her ranch. Did you know a cafe in Anchorage, Alaska is haunted by the ghost of a woman who was blown to bits by a hired hitman? Once in a while, Mary Ann will podcast a tale taken from the genre she loves best, the supernatural. These are just a few of the stories you will hear, and these stories just keep coming. Welcome to today's Real Ghost Chatter episode. I'm Marianne Paul, America's Lady of Supernatural Thrillers, a charter member of Author Masterminds, and this is Real Ghost Chatter. Today I'll be giving you an account of the supernatural sent to me by Graham. Graham is unable to be on the show, but has given permission for me to share his encounters. I found his supernatural experiences to be interesting and, in all honesty, just a bit disturbing. Not all encounters are friendly. Graham has always been a hobby artist, but says he sadly has never made a career from it. He now works for a small company that catches wildlife and repairs damage that they cause to homes. Graham spends most of his free time crafting antler and beechwood carvings. Graham is married to Joy, and I quote, is reaching my amazing first year anniversary with her. Now you know a little about who Graham is, following is the account of what has happened to him. Graham writes, Late in 1996, early 97, I was in my last year of high school. We lived in a newer subdivision, which was built in the desert. Luke Air Force Base and its shooting range were very close to my neighborhood. The desert land next to our subdivision had federal land, no trespassing signs in large letters. Well, as a teenager, that didn't stop me. I used to explore the desert quite a bit. In my explorations, I found a rock alcove. It wasn't a full cave, but more of a rounded area recessed in a cliffside. I thought the area was interesting. I even had my friend come along a few times and hang out in the alcove with me. We used my slingshot and ricocheted rocks off of bigger rocks and rolled larger rocks down to the peaks. Typical teenage boy stupidity, he writes. One day, everything changed. I went by myself and dug up a couple small ears of jumping cactus to plant in our yard. About 20 minutes later, I heard a voice in my head say, get out of here now. Right then, I could see a black helicopter in the distance. I had a strange feeling and I booked it home on my bike. I was about two to four miles away from my house. I got home and went to the backyard to flush my face with water because I was heat exhausted from pedaling so fast. Seconds later, the helicopter was literally only a few hundred feet away from our roof and just hovered above our pool. 
I felt like it was watching me for a couple of minutes. Again, a voice in my head said, do not look up at them. So I petted our dog and completely ignored the helicopter. It finally flew away. I was just confused and I didn't think much more of it. Shortly after this event, I started having very strange things happen in my sleep. I would keep waking up and found myself attacking something above me with a pillow. When this happened, I would always see some kind of small human shape or like a mist and it would dematerialize after I noticed it. This happened every few months. I laughed it off. I decided it was sleepwalking or a waking dream. This happened every few months from 1997 to 2004. After I graduated high school, I would travel to Tempe for a trade school. I left really early in the morning to avoid Phoenix traffic, and when I arrived, I would sleep in my car until school opened. One morning, about 4 a.m., I woke up and saw a small shadow figure staring in on me. I thought it was a vagabond. I tried to grab a knife I kept in my door slot for protection. As soon as I reached for it, I discovered I was paralyzed. I was fully awake, yet my eyes would not open. After a couple of minutes, I could finally move. My first thought was, I am having some major sleep issues. After that, things were relatively quiet. Time moved on and I got married. My now ex-wife witnessed the same ghostly cloud I talked about earlier. She witnessed it at the same time I did. Things got worse. I started sitting up in my sleep and staring at my ex with eyes wide open talking in an anxious or odd language. This happened quite a bit around 2001 to 2003. We both laughed it off. As you can imagine, by this time, I am completely convinced I had a sleeping disorder, and I am sure most people would think the same. Until 2004 comes, when my thinking and my life changed forever. One August night, I went to sleep at nine. My ex-wife worked late shifts at an airline. She probably got home around 2.30 or 3 a.m. She told me dogs were growling and barking all around our cabin, but she couldn't see them. She had such an ominous feeling, she quickly got into the house. As she got inside, she heard an even louder growl. She came into our bedroom. In the dark, she saw me standing on the bed. She said my stance looked a bit contorted and my eyes were black. She came close, thinking I was sleepwalking. She said I jumped on her like an animal and began choking her. She described slapping and punching me as hard as she could to try to get away. Her cries for help let my consciousness break free, and as I was breaking free, I could hear this dynamic wailing or shrieking sound. It terrified me. There is no way I could imitate that noise. My heart sank. I realized something very bad had happened. I tried to comfort her and noticed my voice sounded completely different. If you've seen Mothman with Richard Gere, the voice was similar to the Indrid Cold phone call voice. To say the least, it was really creepy. I kept telling my ex-wife it was okay. I remember her saying, no, it's not, it's not you. We both sat there crying and confused and scared. Somehow in all of this, the door shut itself. My cat who adored and trusted me like a best friend was circling the room in terror and trying to get out. I had to work in the morning and needed to get ready. I was distracted and concerned I wasn't gonna to get to work because I felt a frighteningly sinister presence still watching me, waiting to attack. 
ex and I said prayers. We got loads of holy water and blessed the house. Things quieted down. Two weeks later, I was again asleep, but by myself this time. I woke to see a statue I had of Apollo, which I had bought from Walmart, eyes that were glowing bright blue. I moved it into the shadow of the room to see if it was the moonlight. The eyes still glowed in the dark. And no, this wasn't a glow-in-the-dark statue. I guess after what I'd been through, though, I wasn't scared by this new incident. Instead of being scared, I put the statue on the floor, tossed a blanket over it, and went back to sleep. After this last incident, I haven't had any further sleeping issues. No clouds or figures, no talking in my sleep or sitting up with eyes open, nothing. As I said, that was 2004 and now it's 2020. I did, however, make a very mysterious friend a few years ago that claimed to be of angelic nature and described destroying the thing that apparently possessed me. I know this seems pretty silly, and I would have thought so too, except this person literally knew things about me and predicted several things that came true. Wow, that's the end of Graham's encounter, and I want to thank you so much for sharing this great story, Graham. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I encourage you to share it with others you think would also be interested. If you'd like to know more about me, go to Miriam A. If you'd like to know more about me, go to maryannpoll.com and or authormasterminds.com forward slash mary-ann-poll. Until next time, may the wind always be at your back, the sun on your face, and the good Lord walk beside you.